The Force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. No stone unturned, baby. You didn't make the connection. It's not my fault it went over your head, baby. I'm trying to bring content to the fucking show. thinking that you might be like well you're just hearing about that for the first time because I imagine this is a, something that comes out of the states are me and Devo stress laxing right now <laughs> stress laxing I think we're all stress laxing most of the time apparently stress laxing is when you're meant to be relaxing but instead you're thinking about the stuff that you think you should be doing and the fact that you're not doing it that guilty feeling that you have makes you stressed and so as much as you're trying to relax, you're actually stressed while you're supposed to be relaxing. And it seems to be like a phenomenon that is, I guess, specific to like our time now, particularly when you're living in big cities and the whole the, the stress. But also the all the devices and all the shit that we got around us um, being connected all the time is like contributing to it. So, yeah, I actually learned that reading in a German newspaper today. They actually use that word. Stress lacks. I think we do that a lot on vacation, I feel like. You know, like we, we go on vacation, yeah. right? And we're like, oh, it's vacation, but you're still thinking about the emails and the shit that you got to fucking, you know? And it's like, dude, disconnect, completely disconnect. But you're still kind of worried about shit that you have to do on the back end when you should really be in the moment and enjoying, you know, the tranquility that you've afforded yourself. Exactly. So vacations is a perfect example it's even worse, you would argue, because the vacation you you invest yeah time a lot of time and money to supposedly disconnect, but of course the weekends as well. So yeah, I just wanted to uh, to share that, and that's not that's not the fun fact. That's just me sharing. That's just something. a nugget. We call that a golden nugget. You know what? I have a theory. I think when you live in a tropical place like we do, it's even it's even more you're more prone to stress lax because you know I sit out in my backyard. And that's a vacation for some people. Like, I'm, you know, I'm blessed, you know, but like people have to save up their PTO and fucking save up their money to have that little experience. But since that's my norm, then you just start going through life. Right. So now now when I'm on a fucking cruise somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the tropics. I'm still fucking thinking about bullshit because of my regular life. I'm stress laxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right, man. So. Now that we let the audience eavesdrop on us a little bit, I want to welcome everybody back to No Stone Unturned, episode four. This is a very special episode. Brett Farvera. <laughs> we promised last uh, season that we were going to start having guests on, yeah, live guests. Oh, qu- yeah. Live. Let me, let me qualify that. <laughs> and uh, we have our first live guest in studio, Mr. Devo. Hello, everyone. Ooh, that sounds like warm Damn, you trying to show me up with that voice, Steve-O? <laughs> yeah, it's just a little, you know, a little Barry Manilow, you know, something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, tell us a little bit about, uh, first, Frank, why don't you introduce Devo properly? That's your boy. And then Devo, you can tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, man, Devo's my guy. I've had the pleasure of working with Devo in the arts portion of our life. That gave us so much balance <laughs> and allows us to deal with the day-to-day bullshit. I mean, we just were talking about it uh, before we started, Cynic. 
that we were fucking we're going over a decade now which it didn't really feel that way it's it's weird that mm. <clears throat> that it's been that but he's one of my best buds and not only is he like super creative a great individual um i mean i don't i don't roll with with guys of low character so you know if he's in the circle he's qualified right he has a check mark um but he has great insight man so i was like yo Devo, stop bullshitting you know, season two, we're looking to expand. We're looking to get some different um, voices in rather than just the, the main two. Um, let's fucking dance. And we're lucky enough to have him in studio, man. So I'm really happy. Absolutely. No, I'm just excited to uh, kind of, you know, test this out a little bit. There are many times that, you know, Frank and I will sit, like he said, in his backyard and we will talk, you know, for hours. And it was just kind of sharing ideas, you know, like just, just developing a little bit more. Um, I know that we were talking earlier about like, you know, being a better human being, like sometimes it involves deep and meaningful conversations. And I think we should have that more often and especially appreciate not only have those conversations, but respect each other's viewpoint and perspectives. Um, you never know what type of knowledge you can actually gain from that. So it's cool. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. And I, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity. Absolutely. I'm really happy to have you. We are both happy to have you. And uh, I think it's going to be a great show. And just to... to That's what I call a fucking intro, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, just to like connect with what, what you just said. I was just like having a chat with a friend of mine today, a really good friend of mine here um, in Berlin, who's going through some stuff. And he's the one person here who like we have really those kinds of conversations that are not always just like about being like insightful but sometimes they're they're actually difficult to have or stressful or sad and having those kind of, being able to have those conversations with people i think it just it changes like the, the kind of friendship you can have mm-hmm. it's like another level and that's rare yeah so i'm i totally get it let me let me say this in our uh, in our journey me and devo working together sometimes you got to be able to have tough conversations because when you're having those tough conversations with people that you care about it only strengthens the bond and we're a Mm -hmm. testament of that you know what i mean like no matter what we went through professionally if we were disagreeing with something on the field i think ultimately it just it strengthened our friendship man so i'm happy he's here hopefully he'll be a a friend of the show and uh, we'll get more of that warm mahogany voice uh, more often nice so today devo's joining us for our recurring segment that we plan to have once a month the uh, paranormal show. So Ooh. we will be sharing Spooky. some stories. <laughs> we will be shooting the shit about some crazy stuff we've come across. And we'll just see where it goes. Last time um, we had some good responses. Um, let's see. You know, they say lightning doesn't strike in the same place twice. Come on, bro. Let's <laughs> stop being so fucking cynical, man. How are you going to tell Cynic to stop being cynical? What's the matter with you? He's like, yeah, we made this a recurring episode, but this may just fall on his face, so we'll see. <laughs> I'm expecting us to fail, Mr. Crash and burn. <laughs> I was going to say that we have some big shoes to fill, but I guess yeah, I guess see? what you said is... <laughs> I'm just saying what you're thinking, man. That's all. No, no, no. I'm looking forward to it. So let's jump in it. I've got... A fun fact for you. And then I got Florida Woman. And this week it's actually Florida Women. And because I've got a little audio clip, I'm going to do that second. So let's start with the fun fact. Cynic, you got audio clips, man? Yo, no stone on turn stepping up, baby. (laughs) So, here's a fun fact. The largest penguin that ever lived, the Peleodiptus Klekowski. You're a Peleodiptus (laughs) Klekowski. Was taller than an average human at six foot eight, which is more than two meters high for our European listeners. Wow. And weighed as much as 254 pounds, which is uh, about 115 kilos. The, lit- the title is now held by the modern descendant of the penguins called the Emperor, pe- Emperor Penguin, which is only 4 foot 6 mm-hmm. or 1.3 meters tall. Um, but back in the uh, prehistoric days, uh, this, I mean, everyone knows that everything back then was, was bigger for some reason. And uh, penguins were apparently, at least this particular penguin, was no different. I mean, can you imagine 
I don't know if you've ever seen a penguin up close, but it doesn't matter. If you see one on TV, it's enough. And you imagine a six foot eight penguin? This shit is terrifying. Is that where like the abominable snowman came from? Like, like if people <laughs> back in the day thought, oh, this this gigantic penguin's heading towards me. Oh, it's the abominable snowman. <laughs> like, yeah, like a six foot penguin. I'd be, I'd be like, yo, big old orange beak headed at you. No, no, I'd be yeah. freaked out a little bit. <laughs> that, that 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 would freak me out. At least the the thought of it freaks me out. And they lived apparently thirty seven to forty million years ago, so I guess we we'll have to worry about them. I guess you know, that's uh, Bigfoot and that and that fucking creature you're talking about must be cousins. Yo, I know this is kind of off topic, but you know me, I like curveballs. When you were talking about <laughs> when you were when you, <laughs> when you were you know describing that, you had to give the the meters, what was it? You said it in feet and then in meters, right? In meters, yeah, yeah. And then it, it got me thinking, like, why the fuck don't we all just do feet? Why are you guys with meters? And then the thing on your cars, too. What do you, you don't have miles per hour. You have what? KPH? <laughs> the fuck out of here, kilometers per hour, bro. <laughs> let's go on one fucking system, man. All right, let's get back to it. <laughs> no, no, we're not going to get back to it because I need to respond to this. <laughs> please, so, please, go ahead. Please, please, please. The the I'm gonna burst your bubble a little bit. Oh, you guys you started the metric, the original. Metric. No, no, no. Everyone uses yeah meters. the metric metric system. system yeah, I, I, only you don't. <laughs> and, and maybe and by you you mean Americans? Not, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. much, pretty much. So yeah, <laughs> you know what? That was just a cocky American thing to say, and I'm so proud of myself. My Trump friends would love me right now. They're like, you fucking be ignorant. Uh, Keep being ignorant. And and I don't know the, the purpose of it either. I mean, if you think about it, like one kilometer is 1,000 meters. So much you know? easier. Yeah. 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 1,000 meters is like everything is it's like in tens or whatever they call it, into decimal or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. It's easy. It makes sense. Like a mile is 5,200 and whatever feet. That what the, What is that? Yeah. It makes no sense. So there's your curveball. I just smacked it up. Ah, I like that. Fuck it. He saw it coming, baby. Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so let's... Florida women. I was looking through the articles over the weekend, and I came across a, a video clip from a some sort of local meeting that was happening in, I think, Palm Beach County, where the residents could go into the city hall or whatever it's called there and basically argue against uh, the proposal being put forth by the government by the city leaders to make uh, face masks mandatory those are called town hall meetings and we do have them every month uh here in south florida (laughs) i've attended (laughs) exactly uh, uh, i guess it was a town hall thank you (laughs) yeah so there is a short audio clip I put together with, let's say, let's let's call it the highlights of some of Florida's finest, and uh, I'd like to share that with. Oh, with please people. play that shit! I'm excited to hear this because <laughs> I had heard about it, like it had been on the news, but I hadn't paid any attention to it. I was like, no, I'm not gonna do this. This is not even for me. I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> so this is I'm excited to hear it because I'm like, all right, what did she actually say? Because this like circulated on the news feed for a good like two to three days down here about. You know, everyone had their varying views, like, you know, mad woman goes crazy on a town hall meeting. And some people are like, oh, she, you know, you know, a righteous woman, supportive of, of our rights. You know, it was very, very different. So I'm just curious, like, what was actually said? Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that thing was all over social media. Like, it, and, and you're you're absolutely right, Devo. It was, it was split. It was some people saying... You know, she's crazy. How could she do this? And then other people saying, you know, she's fighting the good fight. And it's, uh, I don't know, man. Do you think, I was going to say something, but I'm not going to say it. What were you going to say? Because you can't get into politics. Who can't get into politics, people? Yeah, but you know, I can edit it out, bro. Trump is the Antichrist. (laughs) I'll edit it out. (laughs) No, you say that we should. We should come from a more neutral. Yeah, that's right. We're too close. We are way too close to the election to be having very <laughs> political views right now. So at, for me, okay, my sense on political issues, the political process is a private process. It should be viewed as that. If you have a varying opinion, then you just listen to what someone's saying and you respect that opinion. 
um, it isn't always our fight to go out and try to change someone's views because if you when you go and you vote they have a booth where you can't see your answer that is a purpose that's meant to be a private matter so we discuss it so openly which is the reason why we can't agree on anything because we can't learn to respect mm. how private that situation is well said well said I also think that we I don't know if it's to argue the other side but I think that we we should be able to have certain conversations but I think we just either either we never learned it or we lost it I don't know either way but like some conversations I mean that's what quote democracy is supposed to be about you know but these days most of us are just so jaded and I and again I, it goes back to this social media in my opinion uh, it makes us not just so it wraps us up not just completely in our own opinions but we can surround ourselves with people who have the same opinions all the time to the point where we can't stand to have anyone else you know sharing an opposite opinion and we don't and we don't need to because we can be 24/7 surrounded by people who have the same opinion as us so yeah but i mean right. you're right at the end of the day it is always going to be an opinion thing and people are going to vote based on on how they see how their lives are affected yeah, and what they think is, is right. So. You're right. You're right. I think my audio is ready. Yo, before you get into that, man, social media is the worst. It is. <laughs> it's giving everybody a platform and everybody a voice. You used to have to have a job in journalism to do something like that. You know, you would have to bust your ass yeah. to get to a sure, certain yeah. point where you can stand and, and say, well, this is my two cents and this is how I feel about certain things. Yeah. And now everybody's a reporter, man. And now with... Everybody's a podcaster. <laughs> everybody has a podcast. Everybody got a platform. And then you like-minded people, man. You know, it's strength in numbers. And it's so vast that you're going to find... Eventually, you're going to find people that think like you. And then and then they're going to team up. You know what I mean? And now ignorance breeds ignorance. And they could be saying that about us, right? But ignorance breeds ignorance. And now there's just more poison and... You know, less. Yeah, you're less in an echo chamber. Yeah. You don't hear any other opinion. You hear always only your own. Yeah, it gets you farther away from getting to a place where you should be able to sit and talk to people, like we're mm -hmm. saying, you know, and mm -hmm. us respect. At the end of it, we may not still think alike, but we can at least respect each other's position on it and walk away. Yeah. On that note, fuck Trump. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> It is appalling that each and every one of you sitting up there as human beings, part of the human race, the only race that we have, would suggest to muffle people, to put masks on our face, to keep us from breathing oxygen, to get us to become sickly. You preach pseudoscience and safety. Does anyone care about preserving the liberty of the people who pay your salaries? Some of you up there smirking and, and smiling at public comments to which you do not agree. I have the photos, and they're shameful. They want to throw God's wonderful breathing system out the door. You're all turning your backs on it. Can you prove that it's good for people to breathe carbon dioxide over and over and over again? What about PTSD from child abuse situations? I was left in a hot car. You want to cover my face? I'm going to hyperventilate because I remember being stuck in that hot car. What about people like me? We don't matter because of the greater good, right? We will get together and do a citizen's arrest on every single human being that goes against the freedom of choice, okay? You cannot mandate you literally cannot mandate somebody to wear a mask knowing that that mask is killing people. You're not God, and since masks are harmful, where there is risk, there should be choice. You're removing our freedoms and stomping on our constitutional rights by these communist dictatorship orders or laws you want to mandate. All right, so that, that, was, that was pretty much it. I mean... That was a lot. There may, <laughs> there may have been one reasonable person in that bunch, but the rest to me seemed uh, ridiculous and the youngest one uh was the one that was most off just completely off the rails was that the one that said that uh we don't matter or whatever no, that was the hot car was that the hot car one the hot car no the no no the hot car one was was 
was another one who was claiming that she has PTSD. So wow. putting a mask on makes her hyperventilate. That that was that 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 was the intense one for me right there. I was like, seriously? I th- yeah. I think we should all just put ourselves at risk so she doesn't hyperventilate. First of all, actually. first of all, all right, a little common sense goes a long way. It does. If you're in your car, right, with the with the assumption that you're traveling with people that you don't live with, but if you're quarantining with people and you're traveling somewhere, you don't need to have a mask in the car. <laughs> Unless you have a different variable, somebody who doesn't live in your home, different story. Now you got a mask up, all right? So first of all, come mierda. What are you doing? You know, you don't that that scenario is is not even fucking valid. But it just goes to show you, people will say anything to try to get their point across. So I I I mean her her point was ridiculous either way. But I guess her she was saying that when she was a kid, she was stuck or locked in a in a hot car, and that caused PTSD. And so if she wears a mask now. From that PTSD, she'll hyperventilate. That's bad parenting. That's not anything to do with the mask. Um, the, at, at, okay, so my viewpoint after listening through all of it and like putting this whole story together. So there's a difference between freedoms and entitlement. And I think that we sometimes yes. get those two words confused. So like freedoms, I'm free to go eat. I am free to go to the mall. I am free to buy my shoes. I'm free to choose a job that I want. Those freedoms should not be confused with entitlements, which is like things that you want based off of your own personal preferences. Like, and you want to, we, we live in a society where, where there's streamlines, you know, and we have to obey those streamlines. You're adding your personal preferences on something that is an entitlement. That is you saying, yep. I am entitled to do this particular thing, which is a streamlined thing, when it's a mainstream thing. I want to add my personal preference on top because that's how I feel as an American. And we we, we, we have that blurred line a lot just because of how we live and how, uh, you know, how we treat ourselves, how the pride that we have as a country, you know, the entitlements and freedoms always often get confused. Even time, even so much that when we go overseas and we go and travel, um, you know, foreigners are looking away from us to go into their countries because we tend to take those freedoms that we think are, uh, oh, sorry, those entitlements that we think are freedoms and we, we transfer them to another country. We get in trouble. Mm-hmm. People don't like us. They don't want us to uh, come into their country. So mm-hmm. that's why we, those, I don't know, like, I, I, I love being American, but sometimes we're, we're, we can be a little much. And I, I get you, man, because I'm proud to be, don't say it. I'm proud, man. I'm proud to be where we're from. But I'm gonna put the song on. At in in the minute. same time, at the same time, you know, there's there's certain people that that don't help us, right? And sometimes you're a little embarrassed. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're a little embarrassed, and you're proud to be from here. But it's like, you know, like fuck, like I I don't really want to say that because you know we look like assholes right now. Yeah. So. And then the type of Florida that. woman, even more so. <laughs> It's like not only American, but Flor- Floridian. Like, okay, you know, here we go. <laughs> All right, so on with the show. On with it. Today we're talking about paranormal, as I as I mentioned in the opening. Ooh. And um, spooky. I, I I I have one. I don't know if it would even classify really as paranormal, but it's it's relevant because it was weird and it happened. Uh, a few days ago, I guess. I, I don't know if if you, if it's ever happened to either of you, but you know how you hear that from people sometimes or you hear stories where someone feels like someone is watching them? Mm-hmm. So I've never actually experienced that myself. I just got the chills. <laughs> <laughs> like I've heard of it and I could kind of always imagine, yeah, okay, I get it. But mm. I've never really, really f- had that where I could say I, I felt it until about two days ago. Oh, Oh, and and I don't know if it was coincidental because we knew this show, this episode was coming up. But mm. I was in the shower, and uh, I had just finished, so I you know pulled the curtain back, grabbed my towel. But when I pulled the curtain back, I swear to you, on anything I can swear on, it was like someone was standing there by the by the door of the bathroom and staring and like looking at me, like staring at me. It was just a feeling. Uh, like I said, I've never had it before. So even though I've heard of it, I only assumed what it must feel like. But it felt so much like someone was watching me that I thought I have to share this in the episode because this is the first time that shit ever happened to me. And 
To be fair, I'm not saying I think this place is haunted. I think whatever mental shit was going on happened at that moment. But the feeling was real. And uh, and it, it was creepy for like a couple of minutes. And then I just okay. proceeded drying myself. I've never like... <laughs> <laughs> keep it going <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't know i've never uh like experienced like someone okay i've like okay you i've had those those chill moments you know like the, you know the quote hairs on the back of your neck you know what i mean like that type of extent like goosebumps and whatnot mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i have had stuff like that before but i haven't been able to like place it as to like where it came from how it happened but i, I haven't had like someone like yo i'm watching you like type stuff for you like <laughs> It's that feeling, though, man. Yeah. And it's it's fucking crazy because there is, I think, one side of this whole paranormal thing is that people, there are certain people that are like, yo, this shit is real. There is a spiritual battle going on that you can't see or touch, and it's, it's on a deeper level. And then there's other people that say it's in your fucking mind. Mm-hmm. And knowing that paranormal is coming up, right, what are the chances that you have that experience when we're going to record an episode that makes us feel a certain way as far as <laughs> i don't know man you know wh- whether we're shitty bricks or not you know is it the mind or did something really come maybe are we opening a fucking doorway oh you guys want to talk about us well let's come visit you well i mean <laughs> yeah all right so there's my psychology class right and we're going through the first chapter and the first chapter is called uh reality check like straight up chapter one reality check i was like yo this could be dope so yeah, um, the first thing that they talked about is like that 60% of what we see is our imagination filling it in. Like that kind of blew me away. Like, yo, this is like, a, this is like, that's a huge percentage. Like 60% of what I see is my mind filling it in. Like not even like the reality of it all. It's just me and my past experiences and things that I have seen before and my imagination filling in those gaps and how we receive information. So I'm wondering, does that have also an effect? Like when we, like, like you were saying, like, you know, we're preparing for the show, your mind's already opened up your, you know, synapses are firing, you know, your mind is already triggering those things. And then boom, we create that instance of, Oh, somebody's watching me. You know what I mean? Like I, this is happening. We just really, you know, what's going on? Or is it just, you know, us putting it there is it or is it really happening i don't know i don't know it, it's if 40 percent is our reality then who knows what we're really experiencing i lean towards that i i i've i lean towards it was some mental thing you know and as real as it felt and the fact that i that there was obviously no one physically there you know maybe with um i don't know a different Having maybe having a different background, like religious wise, or I don't know, depending like on what how you're raised and your beliefs and all that stuff, you might come to a different conclusion. Um, but for me, it was just as weird as it felt. I never really entertained that a ghost decided to visit me uh, out of the blue mm-hmm. uh, for the first time because the show was coming up, so I could more easily. Um, except that mentally I was in a different space because of the preparation for the show. And combined with the fact that when you're in the shower, you know, depending on the kind of shower curtain you have, ours is dark. So if you can't see who else is in the bathroom, it's always a bit like you're not sure. You know, like my wife might be in there or whatever. And that that already causes sometimes a bit like, you know, sometimes I'm talking to her and I think she's still in there, right? And she's not. You don't know who's there. So I think that coupled together with whatever I was, whatever mind, you know, headspace I was in, uh, yeah, it was just the right combination at that moment. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> what if What if both are true? What true. if sometimes we are able to create things and we are still that little boy that's afraid of the dark in some sense, right? We, we're still fucking, we still have that maybe, you know, we are putting things together that necessarily aren't there. But what if there is really shit happening, though? I don't think just because one is maybe occurring, which I agree that sometimes we imagine in, in our heads, that that negates the fact that there still is spooky shit out there. Mm. Deep in possessions, bro, is, is a perfect, like seeing somebody possessed by an evil spirit, like how do we explain that? And that's that's a spirit. That's not another human living being. That's something from the supernatural. So that's all the fucking proof I need. 
<laughs> and I already got chills just saying it, so I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> <laughs> so uh <laughs> so yeah that that's the one um i got another one i'll share a little later but i'm interested to hear what uh what one of you guys got what you one of the stories you want to share um i mean i don't have a story per se but a perspective would be like uh or perspective or yeah, a perspective sure. so i so i i like i love supernatural stuff like i dig it like i'm down so i like looking uh, you know i when the Mothman prophecies came out, like, dude, I went and I researched that. And I was like, I want to know more about this. Um, I want to know where this has happened in other areas. Because, uh, you know, the movie that, the movie with Richard, I think it's Richard Gere or something like that. It came out like in the 2000s, early 2000s. The Mothman prophecies. And it's about a, a supernatural phenomenon that happens. Um, that there are things that just can't be explained. Um, like... And I enjoy like a good scary movie. I loved The Conjuring. I loved all of that. Oh my god! Like that was <laughs> that was those two movies. I was like, yeah, that this is what's up. Like I, I like following that stuff. But I wonder is it just because that's the entertainment side of me, like enjoying that? You know, like me like watching Marvel movies and whatnot. Like, yeah. or is that just me like searching for that? Because I, I mean, granted, I don't even know how I re- how I would react if something really like crazy happened, like. Would I would I cry? Like would I just sit in a corner? Like what would I do? Like I don't I don't know. I don't I don't I don't have no idea what I'm gonna do in that moment. So like our mission is to find out how people would react by <laughs> creating said moment when he isn't expecting. I would probably sit and cry. Like I would just you know scream like a little girl. You know. So you know I I really want to see those moments, but at the same time like I don't know if I'm really ready for that. Like I think that's why I search for those movies and like. And look for it because I don't think I can handle it. What What is it about us that we like being scared? And obviously, there are people that don't like horror movies. Like I have a friend that's like, "Yo, I don't, I don't let that, sh- I don't let that energy in my house. I don't fucking, you know." And I, re- all right, I respect that. I'm not, I didn't come over here to watch fucking Freddy versus Jason. I came to chill, you know. So it's all good, dude. Chill. <laughs> Take it easy, man. Gosh. But you know, there's obviously there, there's your people that that don't. But for the most of us, I mean, we all like a good scary movie. What is it about it, man? I'm not into scary movies anymore. Per se, like we are creepy. the scary movie, bro. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry, I said we are the scary movie. Shit. <laughs> like uh, a creepy movie, or you know that kind of stuff for sure. Uh, like the Mothman prophecies that Devo mentioned, something like that. I'm totally into that stuff. But like the the Ripper, like you know that kind of stuff. Nah, that's cocky. I'm, that's cocky. I'm talking about real shit. Like he mentioned that The Conjuring. That shit makes yeah. you shit your pants because it's real. For me, that's how I make sense of it. And, I, and we spoke about it. I think in in a, a couple episodes ago, I remember saying it. The the make believe shit. The Freddy. The Jason. That shit yeah, don't. No, you no, know, no, when you're okay. small, yeah. yeah because but when you're a grown ass man, come on. Yeah, but now when yeah. we're talking about possessions, evil spirits, demonic spirits, people, the spirits that want to hurt you, you know, because they say we fear what we don't understand. So I think a lot of that whole, I think it's not as scary as we make it, mm-hmm. but there are evil spirits that do want to hurt you, you know, because sometimes it's the spirit just trying to communicate, but we're so freaked out by it that we think it's haunting us. And it's trying to mm-hmm. tell you that it's a little girl that her murder never got solved. You know, I saw, I forget what documentary I was watching, but this girl that was killed in the woods like 14 years prior to was visiting this little boy at this home. And this little boy would tell his his parents, I have a friend, her name is XYZ. And the parents just thought it was, a you know, an imaginary friend. Mm-hmm. No, it turns out that it was this little girl's spirit. And she was just trying to communicate to the boy that her body was there because I guess... Because she didn't have that proper burial, I'm assuming, her soul wasn't able to pass on, so she was kind of trapped. And she was just trying to communicate that she was in the woods, you know? So that's an instance where it's not a scary thing, you know? It's not something haunting you, but if you don't understand it, you're not trying to even get to the complexity of why (laughs) this is happening, and you just shit your pants. So we fear what we don't understand, but there are fucking, there is some freaky shit out there. (laughs) Yeah, I... Like I said, I, I, I really enjoy these, these topics as well. But I have a hard time going, taking that next step into believing that they are. It's just the, the, that feeling, that creeped out feeling that, like you said, you know, why do we like to be scared? You know, whatever the reason is, that's, you know, it, that's what I, um, 
what I admit, you know, I, I also like am interested in or, or enjoy, you know, let's say chase, or if you can use that word, but just for that fact, just for that feeling, not because I really believe that uh, there was uh, the ghost of a young girl, because I mean, I start to immediately wonder like, okay, then why now? No, bro. What are you, what are you talking about? Bro, this would this actually happened. How yeah, would how I know. would the There's, boy know? There are a lot of anecdotal stories out nah, there, but the that doesn't convince me. <laughs> what are you talking about? How do we explain? Maybe it took that long because I think the, the I don't want to misquote the story, but I think it was a haunted house, but they didn't know they were going into a haunted house. So, you know, maybe the, a lot of families didn't last there because they didn't have that little boy with balls of steel. Because I don't know, bro. I don't know about you. All right? But if I'm fucking four years old and I got a spirit, I'm fucking shitting my pants. Okay? I'm not over here making friends and playing, you know, hopscotch with it. So it takes a special type of boy. That's why it took 14 years. But come on, bro. How could we really... Like, how how do we explain the little boy knowing her name and knowing and communicating to, to, her, to his parents... You know, this is what's going on or, or whatever. I think after they, because he was small, so it's not like he got into deep conversation. But I think they brought in a like a psychic or a medium. And the medium was able mm-hmm. to, you know, kind of take it from there. But how do you explain that, bro? Like the little, somebody tipped the little boy off? Like Yeah, but the, the fact that you can't explain it doesn't mean that that is the way to, that that is the answer but to it, it right that's done. like the whole religion argument like you can't explain how stop. we're here no we're not gonna so. do it stop <laughs> cease and desist i'm not gonna yeah. do it <laughs> and here we go again. <laughs> but i get i get what you're saying bro i yeah i can't explain it i can't to answer your question and, and for me it's like it's obvious so it's okay. I'm low key frustrated with my brother right now <laughs> because I'm like how could you not see it? <laughs> well, I mean, okay, when it comes to stories like that, so from a scientific perspective, like do we believe that apparitions are real or are they? Is it a case of energy? Like you know, our body is full of energy. Like we give off energy. Like how does our body move? Like there's there's wiring, there's electric, there's impulses that are going through our bodies. Um, why doesn't that energy translate into something different, you know, a different type of energy? Because there's certain energies that we still don't understand, even when it comes to space itself. Like, we're still trying to explore that. So how could how could it not also translate to how we are as human beings? So uh, if there's things that are unexplainable there, um, there could be things about us that are unexplainable. So this little girl had a traumatic experience. That traumatic experience created a large amount of energy, which kept her spirit, like, her apparition behind. And therefore, oh, that's why... Know. It translated to, you know, maybe it's not like, you know, if I'm going to go there, I'm going to go there. But maybe something like the Matrix, like how they portrayed ideas. This is not, you know, not truth. I'm saying ideas, but how they say how things glitch, like maybe that energy is a glitch and it comes out as, you know, I'm repeating myself because this is the energy, the traumatic experience. I want you to understand. I need to kind of move on so that my energy transfers on. You know what I mean? Like how, you know, what if apparitions are that just from a perspective, not from like true hard sought information so with that explanation devo pretty much convinced me because oh devo convinced you (laughs) oh i'm glad devo was able to do it (laughs) because i understand the energy perspective the energy point of view that to me you know i can more that i can more easily grasp yeah and understand yeah from the scientific perspective and i could even go so far as to imagine that you know, if there is such an energy, uh, not everyone might be tuned to that energy. That might explain why someone might pick it up and someone else might not. Correct. Yeah? So between that and the fact that he referenced The Matrix, one of my favorite films, I'd say we just invite him on as a regular guest. <laughs> well, see you next Sunday, buddy. Pro bono. <laughs> but it's all energy. Yeah. It's all energy. And I love that he brought that up because I couldn't agree more. It's It's all energy, man. When we talk about what makes us us it's our soul man you know because if not we're just a shell right we're just a bag of fleshy meat and bones like you can think about it we're so vulnerable in the grand scheme of things as far as everything that's out there to hurt us we're very fucking vulnerable as human beings but what makes us special is that that energy that essence you know that glow that's that spirit that you have and i think what when bad things happen to to a you know innocent little girl 
that's so traumatic. It's like in the Matrix, right? It creates such a ripple effect that Mm -hmm. it's like, no, it can't. (laughs) I'm not leaving. You know, this is this is not okay. Like, we got to figure this shit out. So I love that he said that, man. And um, I'm glad somebody got you at least now considering it. (laughs) I want to I want to talk about uh, a gentleman that met a female on a on a dating app. Isn't it crazy, guys? Like, this is the... <laughs> Dating app. <laughs> Yo, when we talk about this society being instant and wanting things right away and it being a Dating microwave app. society, wow. yo, how shallow is it that <laughs> you don't even have to put in the work? Because before, you had to put yourself in a position to go to a bar, to go to a club. You had to get dressed. There was effort, you know? Even if you were just chasing and hunting, you know, you had to get right. 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 Now you can sit back in your drawers um, and swipe left or swipe right. Yeah, it's fucking. It. It's fucking amazing. All right, so this gentleman uh, met met this this young lady on a dating site, right? So the first date, he goes over to her house and she's there with some of her friends as well. I think it's a group, maybe a four or six of them, right? And they're all meeting each other for the first time. They're hitting it off. It's going great. She says, "I'm gonna step out and and um you know go gr- grab something to drink, but I want to let you know." Before I go, whatever you do, don't bang on the walls because the walls bang back. And he goes, what are you talking about? Now, mind you, this is the first time. time... It's time to go. (laughs) It's the first time he meets her, dude. And and if I'm not mistaken, she might have started with that before he let him enter. Maybe I'm mixing up the order of things. But I know she told him, don't knock on the walls. The walls knock back. That's the only rule. I'm going to go ahead and get some more 7-Up. I'll be right back. Wow. All right? So... He's left there with the friends that he just met for the first time. They're shooting the shit. You know, they're, you know, from what I hear, partaking of some marijuana. You know, I don't know what's going on, but that's that's what I read, you know. And then he there is one of the other guys. Hey, knock on the walls. And I don't think the other guy knew. I don't know if, if he didn't know the rule, but he was super down for it. So he goes and he knocks on the fucking wall. Nothing happens. He knocks on the wall and again, nothing happens. He's like, man, this is full of shit, bro. Like, what is the walls, you know? And they all kind of laugh it off and... Shortly after she comes in, she takes two steps in and then she turns her head like something like somebody's whispering to something in her ear. You know, like when when you kind of lean into something, right, when you're trying to and then she looks mm-hmm. up and she goes, who knocked on the walls? What the? <laughs> Chew on that shit, bro. Needless Yo. to say, there wasn't a second date. <laughs> yeah, for real. That date would have ended, right? That date should have ended as soon as she gave that warning, to be honest. That's crazy. And that that's the kind of creepy stuff that I that I like, actually. That's fucking nuts, dude. That is insane. First of all, they're kind of like tempting it, you know, because she's telling you don't do it. And then you go and you actually do it. Like, mm-hmm. now you're kind of saying, like, fuck you. You see, I have more respect. <laughs> You know, so if you tell me don't knock on the walls, my black ass ain't knocking on the walls. <laughs> you know, it's that simple. But I mean, they they went and and they they went after it, man. And I'm I'm glad that they got a lesson. I don't I don't know, man. Maybe maybe she's fucking with them. Maybe she just does yeah. that, right? That's a fucking game that she does with people because she knows they're gonna knock on the wall. And it's a 50-50 chance. She comes in, she's gonna turn her and she's gonna be like, "Who knocked on the walls?" And then they're gonna shit their pants. Yeah, that that could very well be. I mean, she might have just been waiting outside the room, yeah, waiting to see if they're going to really knock. And then she comes in. What about the 7-Up? She came back with 7-Up. She left to get drinks. She came back she with drinks. She left it like... That's the reason yeah, she left the house. She left to go get refreshments. So there was, there was something... Uh, so there are a couple of things that I wanted to bring up because... Living here um, in Germany, there obviously there's a lot of history, yeah, mm-hmm. and you can go, um, you can go different places and see like the remnants of a lot of old, yeah, buildings or, um, in this in the case of what I'm about to send you, these photos, uh, like a it was like a youth camp that was just abandoned in the woods. Uh, we were on. Remember, I told you last. Um, Last episode that uh, we had vacationed uh, on the coast, maybe two episodes ago. We went vacationing on the coast. Yeah, Mr. Grey Poupon. <laughs> <laughs> so we went and uh, we went exploring one day and uh, found this trail in the woods. And you, you can take this trail in the woods and off the trail. So it isn't on, 
it isn't like marked anywhere and there's no official trail going to it so you you can go off the trail down into the this this is all forest yeah mm-hmm. and there's this old like i think it was like a youth camp or something that used to exist there in 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 that area that was apparently just abandoned and you can go there and you you walk around these buildings that like i showed you in the photo and you see it's it's just the eeriest thing when you see these places where at some point in the past were full of life yeah you mm-hmm. can imagine the kids running around or you know the the, the teenagers running around mm-hmm. and whatever and then you you look inside and you see all of this abandoned stuff and junk and and uh, graffiti and whatever and that kind of stuff always creeps me out and it reminded me of like another thing that you find a lot here in germany is back in like the mm, i don't know let's say early 1900s uh, maybe around show before the war when tuberculosis was big and was really, you know, have there were like outbreaks all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, they would have these like hospitals. I don't know if they were called sanatoriums or whatever, where they would send people who had tuberculosis. They would send them there for treatment, mm-hmm. right? And now dotted throughout this country, you know, you can find them if you look for them, are these huge like buildings that were once hospitals that were used at first for these tuberculosis patients. But then, you know, eventually they they were used for, um, the military would take them over, like at the war war time, you know, then they would leave. They were always repurposed, right? And one of the things they were used for, a lot of them, was to house the, the mentally insane, right? And then Eventually, those hospitals get shut down and no one else, you know, they don't use them anymore. But you can go find them like in the middle of nowhere and go in there. And some of them are said to be haunted. Like, I'm going to send you one that's supposed to be haunted. But even if it isn't, it's like the creepiest thing to walk around there and just realize all the history that's all the things that have happened in, in, in that in that building. And I I mean we go back to the talk of energy. I can imagine what kind of energy is sitting around in places like that, that have seen so many different things happening. That's creepy to me too, because it makes me think if this shit doesn't all like end at the end of the year, because there is a, a slight possibility in my mind that the end is, is upon <laughs> <Right> us. <here>. <laughs> like <laughs> this shit is crazy. What's our neighborhood's going to look like? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking 500 years down the line. Like what's, creepy you know yeah is that is that where you live in your condo how's that gonna look is that gonna be an abandoned building you know and there's so much memories that you had there yeah it's fucking creepy stuff man i know we're up against it man but i want to talk about i want to get this story in because it's fucking freaky and it's it's gonna really i think draw a line and make you decide are we imagining things or is this shit really happening right okay and it's about this gentleman that he's at his cousin's wake. For some reason, it took about 10 days for them to get there. I don't know what happened and how his cousin passed, if getting his body was an issue. So he says you can smell death in the room. Like, you can smell that his body's decaying. They did the best they can to preserve it, but I guess, you, I'm sure you guys know what I mean. Yeah. Right? So mm. the whole time that he's there, he's feeling like drawn to the casket like he feels like he needs to go and look at the casket right and he and obviously he he does and he spends time there but then as any normal person does he eventually walks away but when he's not by the casket he feels that he's getting pulled all of a sudden he gets a jolt of energy like he feels energy going through his body and the lights that are uh, below the casket dim and as he approaches the casket he sees his cousin's hands move and his cousin's hands always had the he, he he always would crack his hands for some reason, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess he did a motion, something similar to, to what he, he used to do, and then he gave him the okay sign. And then he put Come his on. hands back down. Mm-hmm. Now is this you know, did this guy take mushrooms the day before and he is on <laughs> is he on some fucking psychedelic trip? I told you this story was gonna draw the line is you know, are we making things up or are things really happening? Because when he says that he feels a jolt of energy and the lights are dimming 
You know, the jolts of energy, that's something that maybe he, I don't know, you know, maybe he's perceiving it wrong. But how do you explain the dimming of, dimming of the lights? You know, I think it's a little corny that he gave the okay sign. I think that's where, for me, I was like, <laughs> he gave you a thumbs up, you know. Yeah, he's a good guy. But I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. Yeah, you lost me with that okay sign, bro. <laughs> I just picture this this dead body just turning his head and giving a, okay. a little I wink and a smile. Come so on, then man. so then from a scientific perspective <laughs> um, let's go from a scientific perspective. He's in a church. Um normally most churches and funeral homes have carpet. Um most times in certain families, if, if depending on the demographic, when you go into a wake, you wear church shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, most people know that some shoes have certain soles which generate electricity. Say, for instance, someone doesn't have a proper walk and they might slide their foot against the ground instead of picking it up. It would create yeah, a static, static energy. Mm-hmm. And maybe as he approached the casket itself being made of aluminum, he might have touched a part of it that 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 created an electrostatic charge that gave off energy throughout the casket itself. And that energy could have flowed through that body, which gave the last the muscle a charge, which is something that he's used to. And the muscle came up and that energy transferred up in a jolt of energy. He brought it back down. That could be a scientific perspective. And, and that made him give the okay sign? Not the okay sign. I think that was that. Thing that was, <laughs> I think the okay sign. You guys are some it just party shocked, people. It just shocked him into the... <laughs> <laughs> you guys are some party people. <laughs> uh, how, how do you explain the dim lights, Diva? Well, I'm, I'm saying like, if okay, so given the fact that the casket is going to be in... Okay, you're in a funeral home. Uh, what they do is that they put the body um, on a... Um, it's like a little little um, little stand or something like that. It's like a foundation, and there's lights underneath there. They, they the whole area is kind of put together so that it it makes the body seem you know angelic, you know like you know giving it an experience and ambiance. So that entire structure is wired together. So say for instance, if uh, some of them also come with an aluminum casing and aluminum casting that creates a barrier around the body, so you don't go too close to the body. He's gonna rest his hands on that. If he is dragging his feet against the carpet, some of the time, sometimes carpets are are not clean, which creates a wax, which could also create a, a stronger electrical charge. He puts his hands on those things. It just went through the entire structure itself. And as energy travels, we don't get a full jolt of it. So it's not going to be a static. It's going to be like a buzz because the energy is traveling in waves. So that's why the lights are dimming, going up and down. That creates the the, the effects of what he saw. And then that bo- that energy continued to go through the body now. This is a body that has already been dead. So it's posthumous. So it's it's the muscles are tight and rigid. You sent a jolt through it. It's going to react. So it's going to be a quick charge. So therefore, you don't have. Uh, oh, I'm giving you the okay sign, buddy. Like, no, you you were dragging your feet on the carpet, and all of a sudden you created a, a charge that gave through the body. That's what happened. Frank is about to pass out. <laughs> He's like, and then you slid the carpet, and then it went through the fucking casket, and then it went through the casket to the body, and then he did the fucking hand man, and then he did a eight count move. I'm like, what are you talking about? That did not happen. That did not originate from fucking dragging the feet of the carpet. All right. The okay sign is weird. You know, that makes me think maybe he's psychological. He's, you know, but, and that's the thing though. Like if he's, if he's out there enough and we don't know, bro, we don't know. All right. But if he's out there enough to be like, he gave me the okay sign. He he did the handshake, you know, with a corpse, you know, how is he not out there enough to feel an electric, you know, there's obviously something going on. Yeah. There's something going on with that too. (laughs) But it's stories like these that make it like make the lines blurred because I think sometimes people are fucking <laughs> their own worst nightmare, yeah. you know, and a prisoner of their own minds. But it, I do feel like in, in, you know, I know that there's a spiritual battle out there. I know that. I mean, I've never seen it, but I don't need to see it to know that it exists. I can feel it and know that it exists, you know, and I can't explain it. I can't explain why I have that, you know, that outlook, but that's just, that's where I'm at, man. But stories like these don't fucking help the cause. <laughs> you, know, you know what else is? Um, this is one. This is probably the last one that I can remember. Uh, my own experience. Dolls. I don't know why, but you know how dolls are always kind of creepy. Creepy, right? 
<laughs> I was at um, I was at a barbecue a couple of years back at uh, an acquaintance's uh, house, and we were all out in the garden, in the garden, yeah, grilling out there and eating and chatting and whatever. And at some point, um, I had to go inside in his, into his, inside his place to use the, the the restroom, and it was the first time I ever went in there. Right, and I went in, and apparently he and his wife have this hobby of collecting dolls, and they have these dolls set set up. Like <laughs> as soon as you walk in, there's like a little you know at the entranceway, there's like a bench or something there. You walk in and there's like three or four dolls sitting there looking at you when you walk in. No, no. And then no. Uh, <laughs> you you know I walked a little further or whatever and. I realized that this was like a theme. He had a few dolls throughout the place. Mm -mm. And it, like, I was reading a story about that actually over the weekend. And that story is what reminded me of, of that experience. There was nothing that happened, it was just straight up creepy, right? And it's like that film, Annabelle or whatever it's called. I think it's yeah. based on the same thing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Dolls are always kind of, for some reason, they always creep, creep us out. And, Especially in situations like that, where they're set up all <laughs> just staring at you and you didn't even expect it. So that was a little anecdote. Dolls are creepy because that whole fucking Annabelle story is basically a spirit taking possession of this fucking doll. Mm. And I remember, do you remember in... Um, yes. You, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, I don't, maybe. I, I, I assume I know what you're talking about. Um, Edie's, Edie's house? Ah, yeah, yeah, okay. That she had that, that playroom. Remember that Ellie had a playroom there? And they had a whole bunch of motherfucking dolls? No, that I don't remember. No. You don't remember that, bro? That shit was... That shit always creeped me out. <laughs> I'm telling you, some of those fucking dolls are possessed. I, I am sure of it. Curveball time, all right? There you go. <laughs> I think having... I think giving babies... Mm -hmm. Toy babies... Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's a fucking issue. It's crazy. It's a fucking it's issue. A and we're hardwiring. We're hardwiring these little girls already. You know, so this is going to be your path in life. Why does a baby fucking have a baby? <laughs> That's okay. That. All right. Seriously. Why? The little, what is the little, the, the baby that like, there's a baby that poops. On, there's a, peep, a baby that you feed it. Like, like seriously, like, you're supposed to be having a childhood. Like, no, I'm going to mm. give you a child right now. And you're going to nurture <laughs> this child as a child. <laughs> and think about it young boys don't get babies oh, no. young boys get gi joes right true. and you know what i mean who gets babies little girls we're giving little girls babies Whoa. i had a my buddy i don't know if you know what that is man you still got a my buddy <laughs> I, I had a my i buddy. remember the theme song my buddy my buddy yeah you know what i mean and then they had a kid sister it's just they had everything. <laughs> Yo, I thought that was that was the Fifty Cent song. Fifty Cent song had a song that said, "My buddy, oh my, my buddy, wherever I go, he goes." And oh, I yeah. never yeah, knew. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, never knew that. that it was from that. Oh shit! <laughs> my buddy and me. You guys are singing it now. I'm like, that's that Fifty Cent song. <laughs> that's that, that that little 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 plush toy that you had. It is. I guess it was meant for like if you were like. Maybe five or six or whatever. I don't know, like four, maybe three. But yeah, everybody. I had a, I had a, I had a my buddy. I thought you were gonna say you had one when you were like thirteen. No, 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 no. <laughs> Bro, I went to his house last week. He still has my buddy in the closet. <laughs> and we had like, the, and we had the, 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 uh, what is it? The garbage, garbage patch kids. We had that too. Cabbage, cabbage patch. patch. Garbage, garbage patch. Cabbage, cabbage patch. Cabbage patch. Garbage, cabbage patch. Cabbage patch. <laughs> no. Garbage patch. Why would it? Why would it be called garbage patch? No. 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 No, no. <laughs> Wait. No. Okay. I'm confusing them. Garbage pail. I'm like. I'm sorry. Garbage pail. Yeah. Garbage that's another pail. one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Garbage pail. Garbage patch. Wow. I don't remember garbage pail either, though, man. You don't remember garbage pail? I, I think oh, it's just. Grasping for straws. Bro, garbage pail is an actual thing, but I don't think we got toys from it. I think they were like on little cards, and like they were weird little kids. You remember them? No. Well, guys, Google's our friend, so we're all gonna fact check Devo and <laughs> <laughs> see if he's fucking making shit up. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm sending it to you right now. That's that's garbage pail. Okay, garbage pail. Send it to him. <laughs> Thank you. What is it? Okay, wait. Now, time out. I did give, you know, some of like my friends' kids some dolls but i don't think it was like 
Like, it was a, st- a stuffed teddy bear. No, you're part of the problem, bro. Oh, wow. No, <laughs> you're part of the problem, bro. You're fucking part of the problem. You you didn't give him no teddy bear. You I know that shit was a straight-up doll. Was he was like, it's a little teddy bear. What's the little thing that you stuff at Aventura? The doll. The, the, the builder bear. I gave him a builder bear. Nah, that's different. You're off the hook. A bear's okay, man. Come on, we can't give a little fucking kid a bear. Let's what type? What type of people are we? But why are we giving babies babies? I don't know, bro. I think that's an American thing. So you're saying in Europe that's you don't have like the little stroller for the baby? You know how they have the little mini stroller? You're saying you're saying that you guys don't have that over there? No, no. Kids here, they're they're raised as kids until they're ten, and then they get a job. So you got no for hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm so for real, like you that's not a thing over there. I'm messing with you, bro. No, I'm sure that, that there's oh, plenty man. of that going on. I'm like, bro, <laughs> the fucking Americans, bro, we're special, bro. We're fucking... Yeah, I know we're very special in that sense. <laughs> Miles versus kilometers. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yo, Cynic, we hitting him with this quote or what, man? Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to it. See what you got for us today. Can I do a double header or is, do we have to just stay with one? Gotta be twice as good. Mm. Mm. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. So I'm going to do this. Start with this one. Did you know that when you wake up around 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. without any reason, there's an 80% possibility that somebody is staring at you? That's a fun fact, bro. That's not a quote. That's a fucking <laughs> quote, bro. That's a fucking quote, man. By a fucking famous doctor. Are you kidding me right now? I told you, you gotta be twice as good you come out with that shit. No! He found some random sentence and just called it a quote. Alright, alright, alright. I'm coming back with it. I just thought it it played well into your story where you felt somebody was staring at you in the, you know, there's an 80% chance that motherfucker, somebody was staring at you. You didn't make the connection. It's not my fault. It went over your head, baby. I'm trying to bring content to the fucking show. You're absolutely right, except that's a fun fact. That's more of a fun fact. We had a commercial break. That's what happened. That's what happened. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So here's, gonna, here's the quote. <laughs> The ghosts of the past speak to all who will listen. All right. Oh, this guy's not impressed. (laughs) This guy's not impressed. It's acceptable. (laughs) At least you kept it in line with the topic of the show. Come on, man. You know I come with the heat. (laughs) That was good. That was good. This I applauded. (laughs) Come on, man. The ghosts of the past speak to all who will listen. That's fucking... We just spoke about, you know, are certain people privy? Are they a bridge? But I, Okay, okay. To that know. energy. That's, that's fucking... That's energy, man. I would have been like... The ghosts of your past speak to all who will listen. That's... Your exes? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do that today. Not today. Not today. Not today. I don't want to hear a goddamn thing they got to say. That's <laughs> another show. Yeah, that's another show. So, that, yeah, I, okay, I can see it. But yeah, like, like the, you know what I mean? Like the you know what? I feel like I let everybody down today. No. I want to apologize <laughs> for the mediocre quote. <laughs> and I want to apologize for the fun fact that I try to slip in as a quote. <laughs> but I, I saw that in a Tatsacidic story, and I felt good about it. You know what's funny is that I picked up before I knew his story. I had two, though. I was like, I'm going to choose from these two, right? But then when I heard his story, I'm like, they're going to love this. And they, they called me out. Listen, I think your content was very viable. Um, I would like to revert back to the beginning. It was I good, like, I like it. We came it full circle. Good. I would be better, guys. <laughs> We've come full circle. I like it. Kick ass show today, man. It was fun. Yeah, absolutely, Diva. What'd you think? How'd, how'd you feel? How'd you like it? I liked it a lot. That was okay. This was this was dope. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was dope. I, I guess. I mean. I'm, I absolutely appreciate it. I'm glad you did. I, I was just thinking for a second. As soon as I asked the question, if Diva would have been like, I think you guys wasted two hours of my time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Your Mickey Mouse setup over here. Oh, my God. Listen, this cool, was, this cool, was, cool. Listen it was still a format. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, whoever, like, listens and agrees, great. You get feedback on it. But it's just meant to generate a conversation. And I think that that's the cool part about it. 
is you know taking your conversation beyond just a two-way level like getting more deeper understanding of the subjects and the topics that we face on a daily basis sometimes they're important sometimes they're you know superficial you know, it's kind of cool to, to, to also play that feel that keeps us alive, that keeps us creative, that keeps us moving in the right direction. I like. Well said, like. man. Well said. That, you know what? That's going to be my quote for that. <laughs> <laughs> what he said. Ha! Totally redeem yourself. All right, man. We're out of here. Thanks for hanging tight with us, guys. Devo, thank you for joining us today, my friend. You were amazing. Uh, we had lots of fun. I'm sure he'll be back on. Cynic man, kick ass show. Absolutely, I'm looking forward to to having them back on for sure. That was a, a really nice connection. I think we all had. I think everything flowed really well, and it was a real. I think it's going to be a real treat for for the audience. So, thanks, Agreed, man. Thank you, thank you for having me. Peace, love, and hair grease. <laughs> Take care of yourselves and each other. No stone unturned, baby. Let's get spooky. Juice. Peace.